gonna do 20 laps. That's what he gonna do. Embarrassing. Buckle up, Big MX fans, because it's time to arm yourself. That's right, it's time for the Arma Energy Racing Update. Through this series of podcasts, we're going to be talking to all of the members of the Arma Energy Racing Team. The Albertsons, Jimmy Sloan, the Freckle, Mitchell Oldenburg, and heck, we'll probably get the truck driver on at some point. This is everything to do with Arma Energy Racing. So sit down, strap in, and get ready to live the Arma life. Welcome to the Arma Energy Update, brought to you by none other than Arma Energy Drink, Jimmy Sloan, and everyone over at Arma Energy. Thank you so much for putting this together. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, but with us on the line, we've got Ryan Honstein. He's a motocross school coordinator. He's a motocross coach. You're a vet rider, a beginner rider, 50s, 80s, 125s. Heck, if you got a 500, this guy will teach you how to twist the throttle and grab the brake at the right time. Ryan, how's it going, brother? Good, man. Good. Real good. Thank you for having me on board. I appreciate it so much. Um, head trainer, FTT Action Sports. Um, basically, I'm trying to put on a a corporation of not just uh, motocross, but FTT surf, FTT skate, FTT BMX, so on and so forth. But um, I personalize in motocross. I've loved it my entire life, ever since I popped on a dirt bike. I, I just wanted to take the bike apart, put it back together, see the ins and outs. Watched every single race. Shoot, man, a dozen times and try and study it and... Transworld Motocross has been a huge um, influence on me on like the how-to videos. Like I learned how to clean my own air filter at eight years old because of that stuff. I mean, nice. Um, yeah, it's just it's, it's it's pretty rad, and it just uh, I've been so self-initiative on wanting to learn everything about motocross and supercross. Grown up watching Jimmy Button, Ricky Carmichael, Ezra Lusk, Ernesto Fonseca. I mean. It was it was a blast and to see how everything has turned into a such a unique action sport to to where I feel like me as a person I can make an impact into the sport by enhancing the knowledge and safety of young inspired athletes. So young inspired, not meaning age, but young meaning like young and like newly influenced. So. Working with a vet rider that's 50 years old could be a brain surgeon, but likes to ride dirt bikes and wants to hire a trainer just to be just to feel safer and more comfortable on the saddle, and and that's what FTT Action Sports provides is is a full curricular program on um, the physics and ergonomics and the the science of pushing against the accel- acceleration versus pulling and because if you pull you loop out if you push you got traction you got force you got drive and there's just so much ins and outs in the order of process that i've got to put together for every individual from a six-year-old 50 rider to i've, I've got some pretty fast intermediate and then pro riders as well that's um i've really got to um step up their game and, and, and enhance their capabilities on um on fine-tuning every aspect of their training, their eating, their sleeping, their breathing, their heart rate, 
their bike setup, um, their support group. Like I said, the ins and outs I've studied ever since I was a little kid. I, I'm just finally have now been able to uh, put a business together and 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 share with the world. Well, that's really cool, man. You know, as a member of, uh, I would call myself the general public, the not uh, uh, thinking outside the box, we need the people like you who look for the how and the why to teach us how to get to that next level, to, to achieve that sense of mastery. And regardless of what you're doing, whether it's on a skateboard, a BMX bike, or twisting and throttle at, at Milestone MX, you want to feel as comfortable as possible on the motorcycle. And I have a feeling that uh, you've developed quite the knack at doing that. Um, tell us a little bit about how you came to those skills and uh, how you've used those to help out tons of people, dozens tens of thousands or tens of hundreds of people. Well, I've um, founded it at PT Action Sports around Paris Raceway, and I can't thank Jimmy enough for allowing me to use his starting straightaway as a corner track. I can use his tractors and and um, water trucks and prep a corner track and, um, and, and rip corners. I mean, it's a jumper show, corner for dough, and, I mean, these guys come to the racetrack to race i mean it's not a a trail riding joyride type of deal i mean i i I, paris gives me the amenities to help these kids out milestone does as well with all the beginner tracks they built a brand new novice track that i was at all day today um their pro track has always been very useful uh just socal as as Moving from Colorado, I've lived in Colorado for about 10 years, moved out of here about 2012, and this is the place where I wanted to be. I knew that when I felt confident in myself at 23 years old to pack up my stuff, move out to SoCal, and build myself a business, I knew exactly this is what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I had to shake the wrong hands to meet the right people, and I did just that, and... uh, now my passion goes out to the people that want to work hard for themselves. Now it's, um, me as a, as a past racer and I still race the local pro stuff from time to time, but I, I get more antsy and, and nervous for, for my racers now, rather than myself being on the starting gate, I care more about their results rather than my own because I've been putting in hours and hours and hours of the corner track and evaluation forms and how to, progress their program. I mean, I, I, I don't want to be the trainer that, uh, I mean, I know lap times and lap times and lap times initially you got, you got to just, it's maintenance. But at the same time, when I have such a, a molding process to do from a step one, it's, it's certainly hard to teach a six year old on a 50 as well as a six year old on a 450 to, to do a corner properly. And, and, Paris gives me that um, that option to do so. That's excellent, and uh, I can actually attest to that because uh, for those who haven't checked it out already, go over to the Arma Energy Media site or uh, the page over on YouTube. You can check out some of their videos, including one recently uh, where you were behind the gate, and when approached on how your day was going, the first thing that came out of your mouth was the fact that all of your riders that day had pulled hole shots. You didn't mention anything about your own personal goals and aspirations and achieving anything on the particular day. You were all about your students 
and being so proud of them for uh, pulling those hole shots, which uh, you got to put a, a good foot forward when it comes to motocross. How important are those starts? Oh, man, it's 85% of the entire race, man, or, or even 90% when you got a, a four or five lap moto for these 85s or, or 50 riders. I mean, these starts is, is key. I mean, I tell these kids, I mean, the exact same thing, but it's up to them and their own willpower that I try my hardest to build into them to well, why should they let the person next to them beat them? Why did we put 300, if not more, laps last week to let the person next to us beat us? I mean, give it everything we've got because that's the one chance that we have right now, and hopefully we have another chance. But this is our time, and I want them to understand that 110% is given, not just from he or she on the saddle, but the parents just you know, doing the endless hours of tr trying to keep, get their bikes prepped and ready. Um, I, I just, I can't thank the parents enough to, to keep the two wheels from under, under, underneath them. It's, uh, this isn't an easy sport. It's not putting a pair of cleats underneath someone. And I mean, I'm not, no offense to baseball, basketball, <laughs> or any of that stuff, but it's not shooting hoops. It's not badminton. I mean, you're using every single muscle group. You're using every single trigger in your body, your clutch, throttle, eyes forward, proper position. I mean, you can only go so fast with improper form and technique based on science and physics, and it's my job to teach them, you know, the, the, proper, um, the proper form, how to react. For, for every action, there's a reaction, and... If they react improperly, they, they can go over the bars. They, it, it could be catastrophic. And for me to teach them how to react based off of habit is, is my hardest part of my job. So um, could you describe to us uh, a bit of the fundamentals or the building blocks to that proper form? Like what are the mandatory uh, actions and, and set up on the bike where does your head need to be in relation to the rest of your body like uh are there like a set group of starting points um i've usually been using an airplane as my best analogy because when you land an airplane and you're slowing down when people are on a dirt bike when you're slowing down they tend to look down and stay looking down so they tend to slow down more than they should so I tell them that to balance their horizon as if they're landing an airplane. So they got to keep their head straight, their head forward, as well as their eyes turning, but they need to create the proper body position. You know, if their hips are forward, then their chest can be up and their leg can be up. But if I see if their hips are back and their chest is down, then their leg is down. I know exactly where they're going to be looking. So with all that said, I, I start with where you're going to look is where you're going to go. And based on physics and gravity, if you're going to look down, you're going to fall down. If you keep looking forward and you're going to race and you want to keep moving forward, then you got to keep looking forward as well. So that's the first habit that I really try and keep these guys set to going faster. Then after that, teach them how to squeeze the bike. It's just like riding a horse. Um, you got your ankles, calves, legs, your whole thighs, as well as your butt to, to clinch instead of just a, a death grip with your hand. I mean, you got two sets of your biggest muscles in your body to hold on to the bike with instead of a death grip with 
with your hand and eyes forward and, and, and squeezing with your legs just as if you're you're riding a horse. So uh, you had mentioned that you, you train kids from six-year-olds on a 50 all the way up to 50-year-olds on uh, whatever uh, big bike they happen to be uh, on. Uh, how does your Correct. approach change from one to the another? Uh, obviously, for the young kids, you want to make it fun, but uh, same thing goes for the for the older guys, too. You want them to enjoy themselves throughout. Uh, how do you reach different age groups that way, um, and, and do you focus on different things? Certainly, man. I mean, I, I worked with a 50 rider that was seven years old and a, um, a 48 year old 450 rider. That's somewhat of a beginner guy on our, on a novice track. And I told them the exact same thing, but I, I did have two completely different approach. I'm glad you, uh, glad you asked me this because this is helping me become a better coach on the psychology on athletes, um, as well as the age group. I have to break it down into a simpler one plus one plus one plus one with a six-year-old versus a two plus two times two times three times, you know, yeah. I can kind of stack things onto a, an older athlete versus a younger. So my order of process to a younger kid, you know, I, I certainly got to break things down as simple as possible. And it, it, it's kind of nuts by, by me constantly telling these guys eyes forward, tight with tight legs, uh, elbows up, it, it's helped me as a as a racer and as a rider to do, to do keep keep my basics oh, yeah. and fundamentals proper. It's it's pretty rad. Um, are there like like I first when I learned how to ride a motorcycle from like some local pros, uh, I got taught by some guys basically they were late nineties, early two thousands local pros. So, uh, elbows up body, like kind of almost the Kevin Windham, like, uh, weight, the outside peg, stay on the crack of the, the, the outside of the seat. Uh, very, very uh, straight up and down. Uh, what's the evolution of teaching different skills? Are those still some of the building blocks that are used? Uh, and, uh, what, what kind of drills do you do to uh, ensure that the fundamentals are still there oh man drills my kids love my drills i uh i've been doing the no-handed one-legger lately to where we go third gear pretty much on a straightaway not on the track but on a decent size straightaway in the pits and we take off both of our hands and we stick one leg out there's a video of brett Hugh doing just that and you got to grip the entire side of your leg just to hold on to that bike. Because if you're just using your knee, it's just going to slide back and forth. But if you're actually gripping, using the physics of it, so just like a, a drag car having such a wide tire to grip, same thing. Use the entire side of your leg to grip the bike. So as they're in motion, I have them take both hands off, stick their left leg out as far as they can, and... Um, have them go as long as possible until they can't balance no more. And then um, another drill that I got is called the teapot drill. And I put them on a corner track, and they stand up the entire time. I have them put one hand behind their back, and that forces them to use both legs to push against the acceleration because once they pull, they're going to get whiskey throttle. Yeah. So if they have one, their clutch hand, their left hand on the on – behind their back 
and, and I have them do corners, it teaches them to keep their head up because if their head's down, they're not going to turn. If their head's looking where it should be and they have a balanced horizon and they're on the balls of their feet and they're squeezing their bike and they're using the proper fundamentals, it should never be an issue. And it's a blast watching them crash to the point where all they want to do is the teapot drill. All they want to do is the no-handed one-wagger drill. All they want to do is practice nose wheelies to get on a like practice balance. I mean, it's just, uh, I created fun. I mean, I try to create fun instead of create work. I want them to work to have fun. And, and if that makes it, uh, makes sense. That's excellent. No, it's, uh, it sounds like fun through uh, a little bit of challenge and frustration for some who uh, aren't able to uh, take to it right away. Uh, similar to some of the things that I would have learned or uh, tried in freestyle skiing. I was a, I was, I was a mogul specialist and uh, I remember at 11 or 12 years old, our ski coaches would make us undo our ski boots, which of course, if you've never had a pair of ski boots on in your life, they are extremely tight. Uh, and they have them unbuckle them completely and try and ski moguls. Well, obviously you're going to, you're going to have to put all of you, you're going to have to be super balanced in your boots to not come out the front. Right. So that was right. the idea. And, uh, yeah, it was one of my favorite drills cause, cause it was just, it, you had to have so much discipline. Uh, when it comes to diet, exercise, riding, uh, practicing, how much of this game comes to dedication and discipline? It's um, it's pretty drastic, man. Because anyone wants to go to a, a grocery store, a gas station, get a Reese's and peanut butter. I mean, I even have the the same same urge. But I I express to them if they put crappy gas into their bike, it's gonna run like crap, and they're gonna get frustrated because they can't ride it as hard as they can. I express the same thing about their body. If they put crappy food into their body, their body's gonna eventually kind of feel like you know not not the best. So they're going to deteriorate. They're going to be like, oh, I really wish I didn't have that donut the other day. And it's just like, well, if you were sorry, you wouldn't have done it. <laughs> if you knew if you knew you were going to regret it and you knew the consequence, I mean, there's reward. You had it coming. So I, I, I preach to these guys about natural sugars with watermelon and amino acids and uh, vitamins of B1, B6, and B12 to, to help um, brain and muscle activity and, and connectivity and just uh, it's a gnarly sport, man. So for, for me to um, keep these guys and girls disciplined on this on the program on the FTT Action Sport program, it's I don't want to, don't want it to make it the hardest, but I certainly want it to make it the most successful and by that it's all by attitude and I have I want them to have a want mindset to eat right I want them to have a want mindset to to, to do everything that you know I place in front of them for them I mean for them to trust the program I lay in front of them that, that that's going to benefit their results and so far every one of my athletes that I've came in contact with has has done awesome, has done amazing. A couple of them have gotten hurt. Like I said, this is not, this is not badminton, but the discipline behind it all has given these kids results. And after we're done of, uh, 
of a full day worth of training. I mean, I, I have them keep their heads, helmets on and their boots on, and we actually run the corner track two, three laps. I, I mean, after we got done riding three hours, we, we go run, and I run with them. I encourage them. They, I tell them the harder we work today, the better our results are going to be on the weekend, and that's that's totally, totally true. I mean, Kevin Windham said great preparation, great results. So if I prepare these kids with the best program that I that Ryan Hansen can possibly put them put in front of them, then and they're going to get great results. And I'm I'm a firm believer in it. Well, that's excellent, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, how do they how do fellow Southern Californians uh, get a hold of you? How do they take advantage of your services? How do they get in touch with you to uh, basically maximize their potential through uh, through a training sessions or many training sessions with you? Um, I, I'm at the track save seven days a week. I got a, a white van that has FTTMX on it. Um, I also have Instagram that is FTTMX underscore. That is it. Um, I do about daily shout outs every other day, daily. Um, I do videos, um, GoPro stuff that I, that I throw on Instagram. Um, as well as Hanstein underscore 32 is my personal um ryan.fttmx at icloud.com is my email um other than that uh just give me a shout i'd be more than happy to work with anybody that 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 needs help with uh with motocross or supercross or anything excellent now uh before i let you go if you could uh explain a little bit your uh your relationship with uh, arma energy jimmy sloan obviously you used uh his two facilities as uh the the basis for your uh like for your work and uh and as well as uh which of which of the uh the flavors happens to be your favorite uh the sugar-free man sugar-free for sure only because of the, the athlete side of things, uh, the mm-hmm. Armas, both both Armas taste incredible. But on the athlete side, I would certainly recommend the Sugar Free. Um, on the business side of Arma, they have helped me out so much when it comes to um, advertising FTT Action Sports. Um, having me as a as a trainer, um, using their product as a as a tool to keep keep them going, keep keep them uh, energized. Right on, man. Well, um, also notice that you happen to have a Bill's pipe uh, silencer and exhaust system on the back of your motorcycle. Uh, gives you a couple extra horsepower. Sounds great. Uh, how do you guys? How did you get connected to the guys over at Bill's Pipes? They've made quite the uh, I'd say a comeback over the last uh, two years or so. Certainly, man. Legendary performance is true. Um, wow, you even got the I plug. First, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, when I first moved out here, I mean, I've been following Bills ever since Pastrana, uh, J-Law, the Mike yes. Brown team with Ryan Marias. Um, Sean I've Hamblin. Been following, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been a diehard Bills fan, and since I moved out here, they, they were the first people I really wanted to get in touch with and I, I made it happen on the um on the two stroke side. I was riding a CR one twenty five just to have fun, do some local stuff and then try and make some money and made some money and got myself a, a pretty sweet RMZ four fifty and 
Thanks to Motorsports helped me out with that, and um, Bill's pipes killed it with the exhaust, and um, Crower cams killed it with the motor package. Um, all that allows me to to whole shot my races and, and to get the results that I want to get, so I can show these kids how it's done. It's to be that inspiration, and for them to be on the for, for me to be able to re- to represent them as a company, man, I'm, I'm hyped. Thank you. Right on, man. Uh, Ryan, it's been an absolute pre- pleasure to have you on this week's Arma Energy Update. Uh, the pleasure's all mine. Hopefully, uh, we'll uh, get you in touch with more aspiring athletes, young and old, regardless of their uh, skill level, machine they're on, regardless uh, milestone and uh, Paris MX Raceway. Um, yeah, just just love to connect you with uh, some of my listeners down in SoCal and uh, wish you all the best going forward, my friend. Awesome. Thank you. Like I said, Instagram, Facebook, email, I'm all about it. Beauty, my friend. You have yourself a great evening. You too, Gary. Thank you.